millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Goodness me, the tribal court, hey? That's a thing that happened, didn't it? Wow, what a segment. Hello, I'm back on Saturdays. That's crazy. What what day is it, Sat? It is Sat-E-Day. It's Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 you, you, you're saying it wrong. It's Sat-E-Day. Saturday, we're saying the same thing. If we're, not, we're not. It's not tomatoes or tomatoes. It's Saturday, Saturday, two completely different days. Saturday is the days I'm on. Saturday is the days that I'm not on. It's Saturday. We're talking about SmackDown. Hello. Welcome to the Rest of Podcast Review. I'm your Jam That Champion, Pete Quinnell. I'm joined by Sat E Nyangi. The E stands for... Equestrian. <laughs> I'm joined by Sat E Horse uh, for this show today. Uh, Tempest is in Canada. Um, so I am covering for him and we're talking about Smackdown today. Uh, if it's your first time here by some chance, then please do subscribe to the channel, like the video, etc. We do uh, reviews of these shows and we have reviews of Raw and Dynamite and Collision and all sorts. So, hello. Um, what we want to talk about today, Sat, mm. is the Tribal Court. Because this was the, the, the through line of Smackdown. Really, the only thing that mattered on SmackDown, uh, which we'll talk more about later, was the bloodline. Obviously, the fallout from Money in the Bank. Yes. Uh, and obviously, Jay Uso pinned Roman at that show, mm-hmm. and they uh, announced ahead of time that this was going to be the trial of Roman Reigns yes. as a mirror to the trial of Sami Zayn that they had before, mm-hmm. which began with the Usos coming out and saying, "We the ones," etc. Now we're now in your city, um, which. First off, mm-hmm. my, very minor criticism to start with. Okay. They didn't set up the ring like they did for the trial of Sami Zayn. They didn't have the no. table in the middle. There no. wasn't any kind of like the pomp and circumstance. It felt like very much last minute. an in-ring segment, you yeah. know, much like any other, mm. which immediately kind of put on the back foot when I'm comparing it against the trial of Sami Zayn, which is one of my favorite wrestling segments ever. Um, so it, instantly kind of like a, a, a minus one from that. But regardless, mm-hmm. Usos come out. And say, we're the Usos, and we're pretty cool, and we beat Roman Reigns, and we're awesome. Paul Heyman and Sonos Sakawa come out. Paul Heyman interrupts and says, you know, the, the, I'm still the, the thing for the Tribal Chief. You guys are not the Tribal Chief. Roman Reigns is still the best. Yeah. You guys need to 
show him respect, etc. Uh, and the users tell him to shut up. And Paul Heyman says, there's only one man in WWE who can tell me to stop talking. And Solo Sokoa immediately puts his hand on top of uh, Paul Heyman's microphone and then just throws it out the ring. Wasn't that not interesting, that part? I'm a big fan of that. Because I love how... I don't think they've said a single word about... Aside from the Usos saying that they wanted Solo Sokoa to be the next tribal chief, mm -hmm. they haven't had any interaction between Solo and Roman with words that indicates that Solo's looking to take Roman's place as the tribal chief. They've done it all through visual storytelling. They had a bit of in the Money in the Bank match where Roman was despondent after, I think, Jimmy kicked out of a bunch of stuff and Solo started ordering Roman around. Roman was like, oh yeah, you're right. And then f started following orders. That was amazing. Then yeah, there's also the part when Solo looked at him incredulously yeah he squinted <laughs> closely yeah. like this is the guy i'm protecting yeah. okay who the right. hell is this guy the mystique was gone yeah. for him that yeah. but i think now he's just going he's just going through the motions not, now, I think. Not, not sort of not some sort of leader not like no, i am no um so and then in this one here you know he's controlling paul Heyman, throws his mic out of the ring very good like little uh tease for what was coming later as well um after he throws the microphone out for paul Heyman, roman reigns comes out Ad break. Then we come back, uh, and Roman does his usual spiel, you know, acknowledge me, etc., uh, and says, I can't believe you guys are putting me on trial. Mm -hmm. Last time I checked, I'm still the tribal chief. Yes. Who do you think has the authority to put me on trial? And the crowds are going, so low, so low. <laughs> Everyone's getting on board with this. Uh, and the users say, you're not going to do this to us. You're right. not going to manipulate us like you have every time before. We've even got a video package to prove how much of a dick you've been. Exhibit A, which came up with Exhibit A, and I'm like, great, this is just like the trial of Sami Zayn. This is what I wanted. And it's a video package from basically the entire tenure of the bloodline, and Roman Reigns manipulating and abusing Jay, Jimmy, Sola, and even Heyman. Like, mm -hmm. everybody involved in the bloodline. And... I thought I, it was really nice revisiting some of the old lines that I'd forgotten about. Like one of my favorite ones was just like, isn't that right, Jimmy? And Jay goes, well, I'm Jay. And Roman goes, does it really matter? Like, ah, this is such a good line. I forgot how good that was. Um, so after this video package of, of Roman being shown to be a dick, uh, I thought from this point onwards, Roman's acting was absolutely sublime. Like, him like refusing to acknowledge this evidence and just being like he looked so confused and was just shaking his head. He's like, no, that's that's not who I am. No, that that isn't me. And the crowd was just like, yes, it is. And he's like, no, no, that isn't me. And then they started chanting bull s at him back. And he's like, how can it be? Like this isn't what I wanted to be. This is what I was forced to be. This is what I needed to be mm -hmm. for the family. Look, I was a main eventer before the bloodline. That was good. I though. don't need the bloodline. The bloodline needs me. I did this for Jay. I did this for Jimmy. I did this for Sona. I've got five kids at home. Do you really think I wanted to add all of your kids as well? That was a good line as well. It, it, it's, so, it's so like, in his mind, you can see how he's justified in the way he thinks. Mm -hmm. And just saying like, I don't need, I didn't need this position. I did this for the family. I mm. did this to represent our family better. I didn't need this. For me, I needed this for all of you. And after a while, he just says, this is what it's all about. Huh? And he's wearing the, the, the lay. lay that the tribal chief wears. And he says, this is what this is all about. I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. And he takes his belt off, throws it to the side, goes to Jay, takes off the lay, puts the lay on Jay Uso, and then kneels down in front of him crying. Huge moment. Tears pouring down his face. Yeah. The crowd deservedly chant, Holy S, at that moment. Holy Sharon. 
Holy Sharon. <laughs> holy Sharon. That was a Holy Sharon moment. That was a Holy Sharon moment right there. And well-deserved, I think, uh, for that moment. But of course, it's Roman Reigns. Of course, he's lying. Whether to himself or to others, who mm-hmm. knows? But he is lying in some form. Mm-hmm. Low blow to Jey Uso. I love this sell from Jay, just from a logistic standpoint. Like he got shot. Well, yeah, that. And also... He bent over and the lay fell off of him as he was selling the low blow. I'm like, well done. That's just good selling right there. Uh, then Jimmy started attacking Reigns. Solo got involved. Someone spiked to Jimmy. And then Solo's standing there looking down at the lay on the floor. It's in the middle of the ring. And he picks it up. Mm-hmm. And he just mm-hmm. looks at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, 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 <laughs> the power. <laughs> it, it, that's what I feel Yeah. <laughs> you look, look at it. <laughs> And then Roman just looking what at the, the lay. Heck? Roman comes in, just like holding his hand out, expecting Solo to give it back, and Solo's just staring at him, like not giving it back. Very slowly moving it towards Roman, but before he can give it back, Jey Uso comes in and starts attacking him. Or again. not give it back. That, that's they, yeah. they, they've been. They, they haven't been giving us conclusions of what Solo's going mm. to do. It's just exactly the Usos keep getting in a way of finding out what is uh, Solo's true intention. Exactly. Yeah. Jay comes in and attacks him again. They brought to the outside. Jay gets uh, put in between the ropes and Solo holds him there to make him watch mm. as Roman beats up Jimmy. Which is Jay's worst nightmare. Yeah, right? exactly. That's I mean, the whole that, reason why that, he joined in the first place. This exactly. prevent anybody from getting hurt. And yeah, he got that's hurt. That's it. It's just a full circle. The whole time you'd see these characters be so consistent. They change and yet their core beliefs and characteristics are the same. They are the same people at the end of the day. It's wonderful. Uh, Jimmy gets beaten up a lot. I... I this is my only other minor criticism from this. Uh, two minor criticisms from this is one: I think the brawl was a bit long and it a bit was. like and a bit slow. I was watching. I was like, "It's like thirty something minutes." Yeah, yeah. It was a bit long and a bit slow. Like the, I think all the spots were good. The time between the spots took quite a long time to get to where they needed to get. Mm. And the only other bit was I thought the beatdown peaked with Roman repeatedly bashing Jimmy's head in with the title belt. Yeah, yeah. And then, then he carried on afterwards. Mm-hmm. It was like, ah, oh, you, o- you, you missed the climax after of the beatdown. Uh, but beats him up with the title belt, hits him with the steel steps, and Solo does a splash through the commentary table, mm-hmm. uh, which was a spot that he missed at Money in the Bank, which was quite nice for him, uh, for him to get that. And Jimmy was stretched out. Jay joins him in the ambulance, and that is the end of the Tribal Court segment. And a cameo appearance by LWO. <laughs> Lol. Yeah. <laughs> that was... and, al- and also Jason Jordan came out. To try and break up the thing. Uh, what's your thoughts of the tribal court overall, Sat? Uh, overall, uh, I felt like it was well performed by everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, he must have saw social media because uh, some someone on Twitter was posting uh, videos when Roman Ro- Roman Reigns lost at Money in the Bank. He was outside doing a tantrum. Yeah. Some people were like, were praising the acting, and other people, oh, that's community theater. It doesn't deserve any award. Blah blah. So Roman's like, bet. <laughs> that's, what in, that's what they say in America. Bet he goes. I'll, I'll show you guys what my acting capabilities are, and he acted the heck out of that scene. It mm. was emotional. It it was. It comes to a point where uh, they they all say a great villain because not the mustache twirling villain. <laughs> I'm gonna do evil things because I'm evil. <laughs> uh, the the best villains are the ones that believe in their own BS. That believe yeah. that they're the good people. They're the hero of the story. He said it. He's like I main event in WrestleManias. You guys used to you know jerk the curtains. <laughs> you know not doing anything in terms of WrestleMania in terms of being on the show. So in Roman's mind, he elevated everyone involved. There is elements of truth of that because yeah. Jay Uso before that is one of the twins. In fact, he was almost like the Janetti of the Usos because Jimmy was with Naomi. You know. The 
the total divas. He was, he, he was much more bulkier. He, he seemed like to be the leader of the team. And Jay was Jay. But when Jimmy was gone, Jay became main event Jay Uso. You knew who he was, his motivation. He had more time on the microphone. In fact, he became more comfortable on the microphone and developed his own style because Jimmy and Jay now talk a bit different because Jay is more the hyped up on the mic and Jimmy's more smooth with it. Jay finally got to uh, find his own identity through that. But what I liked in the segment, which I feel like each of the guys stated their motivation. Jay's nightmare came to fruition, which is Jimmy getting beaten the heck out by Roman. I feel like the, the beat down with the belt and stuff like that, that was like, oh, this is what Jay's always feared. This is why he basically was manipulated by Roman Reigns. And now it happened. It's kind of like, this is the thing I never wanted to leave in the first place. Because look, it's, it, it actually happened. And with, with Solo, what I find incredibly interesting, when, when Paul Heyman said that only one man can tell him to shut up, mm-hmm. Without even missing a beat, the person told me to shout was solo. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm like, that's interesting. For me, that's foreshadowing. Yeah. Because my my this is my hypothesis of how this bloodline storyline is going to completely end for Roman Reigns, the fall of the mad tribal chief. Mm-hmm. I think the plan has always been for Roman Reigns to be a babyface in the end. That's yeah. what it's always been created to do. The only way I can see Roman Reigns being a babyface in the end is for the monster that the elders, the, the elders, the Usos, Sammy, Paul. Roman himself created solo. Mm-hmm. The monster turns on yeah. his 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 creator. Yeah, because that's the only way. Because as much as we like in solo, you know, we we get involved in that. I call it like the Batista hype when you want the henchman to turn on his boss. Yeah, we that's not the story they're gonna tell. Uh, I think very much solo's got more equity as a heel, and Paul Heyman's proven to he's apt at managing monster heels, a la Brock Lesnar. So I can see Paul Heyman seeing that. Each month for like up until WrestleMania 40, the mystique of Roman Reigns will fall from Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman will see you're just a, you're just pathetic. Yeah. You're losing it. You're whining. You know, you know, I'm I don't even find you scary anymore. Solo scares me more. Oh, so solo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, Solo. Yeah. I could take you to the promised land. Yeah. You know, so I could see Paul Heyman dangling the lay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. And I could see Paul Heyman turning, Paul and Solo turning on Roman Reigns, taking, I think, when Roman Reigns loses at WrestleMania, next night, wherever it is, probably give respect to Cody, showing that little humility, wherever, possibly. Hopefully it's Cody, who knows. I can see Paul Heyman and Solo turning on Roman Reigns the night after WrestleMania to yeah. give Roman Reigns a long overdue break. And then Roman Reigns come back at SummerSlam to feud with Solo. And he comes back as a baby face. I can yeah. see that. I, I still think they have some work to do between now and then to make people want babyface Roman because I think right now people want heel Roman still. People still want him to be a dick. You know? They no, but after fantastically nearly three years of being a t- tyrannical monster villain, mm. there's probably a lot more uh, smoke or left to the fire or gas to the fire, but. I, f- I wouldn't mind Roman Reigns turning face because there's there, he does great vulnerability. Even that moment when he said, I didn't need it, the tears out of his eyes, yeah. I did it for like the family, you know, the things that he tells himself. He he does it in a way that he's vulnerable. He's not all gruff with it. He kind of he 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 measures himself, he composes himself, and he and he and he and he, and he shows you his heart. Because mm. at the end of the day, I still feel like he's the guy that got shunned from everyone. The guy everyone booed him, they turned his back against him. Even when he had leukemia and he came back, people still didn't really accept him. He still has that chip on his shoulder. All he ever wanted to be was loved, respected, and acknowledged. Mm. So he had to do it his way. He tried yeah. it a nice way, it never worked. So he tried it his way. So I do believe at the heart of it is a scared, insecure Absolutely. man. And then that part, everyone can, uh, you know. What's the word? Relate mm-hmm. 
to you know having negative doubts yeah. about yourself. I I hope they they don't go the route of Solo turns on him, therefore he's a baby face, and then really? they go, "Well, cheer him now. He's the same person, but cheer him now," because everyone's going to go, "Well." He's still a massive dickhead, you know. He was manipulative and toxic and and oh, Pete. terrible. You oh, know? Pete, let me let me let me talk you through this. As, <laughs> as a wrestling fan of close to thirty years, Shawn Michaels the night before faced Diesel was a massive bell to yeah. the end. Yeah, and then his and his monster bodyguard turned him the next night. Mm-hmm. We accepted it. Eh, yeah, I know. His best friend I, came to save him. The I, Usos have to come out and stretch him. I <laughs> think it's slightly different because we've seen the lengths that Roman goes and the fake outs that he's done where he's like, mm. oh, I'm vulnerable. And I'm sad. Just kidding. Mm. You know, I think mm. if he actually goes vulnerable and sad, people are going to be like, all right, boy who cried wolf. No mm-hmm. way this is real. Mm-hmm. They've got some work to do to make us believe that he's actually good now. You know? Well, because I don't care if you believe. He got revenge. I, it, it'll give him some edge. I think tweener, I guess, let's make him a tweener when mm-hmm. he comes back. Sure. Jenny can be a full, full-fledged face when he starts shaking hands with people again. Sure. But yeah, what what to surmise everything, it was a great segment. Please watch it. There's Set only, up a lot. There's only one exhibit A. That's why I think you're about to say there was no exhibit B, which you're yeah. like, you wanted it's that. Like, anyway. It's like, I, I, I wanted... In trying to say, it's like, look at all of the things in this story, mm. and here's all the different pieces and how they link together. And this one was Roman's been a dick, and that's all. I think that was, I think, you know? and in a lot of ways, that's that was their point. It's like there yeah. is no rebuttal. He is that guy. Yeah. They can get poor, you know. Look at it, the, the the moment, blah blah. Yeah, there's this few and far between. And then once when when Paul Hamish was putting the clips together, oh gosh, mm-hmm. this ain't gonna work. Oh gosh, yeah. this ain't gonna work. But yeah, it was good. It wasn't as great as the trial of Sami Zayn, but I like they put the set that's pieces. Like a, that's like a five star segment. Like it's so hard yeah. to, to even compare it. But to again, it. Solo, you gotta watch for that guy. He's getting addicted to the power. And like oh, someone yeah. said, he, the, the elders sent him. And then it's always been a massive critique from, from me and, and Tempest is we've never seen the family. It would have been even better if you had a family there because it's like they've missed moments. It's like this would be a great time to bring in the whole entire family because they mentioned them. We've seen them once, which was uh, Hell in a Cell, yep. Alpha and Seeker. That's the only time. But them uh, acknowledging Roman added to that segment. Yeah. And it's a shame we haven't seen I mean, him since. I, I think he wouldn't be the tribal chief if they didn't. You yeah. know, yeah. it's them accepting him and giving him the lay. They'll go, oh, because up until then, because up until then, it was a case of like Roman's making it up. Does the family really agree? The family yeah, did. So yeah, like, I was like, oh, yeah. oh, right. Okay. Yeah. No, he's the tribal chief now. I feel yeah. sorry for Jay that time. I was like, oh, yeah. your whole family. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah, we needed more of that. But yeah, to wrap it up, good segment. We need a family one day. I, I want that segment. It yeah. Been, it would it have helped. Rikishi right. there, and then you got Alfred Seeker there, and then you got Samu there has been in for a while. All the, all the, maybe, maybe even, uh, what's, the, what's his name? The one that was in, in Legacy and flopped. Manu's there as well. <laughs> you know. See, I, I think if they do end up putting Solo as the new treble chief, mm. having the rest of the family for that bit, where Solo turns on Roman and they give Solo the lay kind of thing, mm. that will be like the big, like, here we go. That's the time to bring him in kind of thing for that. Well, I hope so. If it doesn't happen, mm. missed opportunity, man. Absolutely, yeah. Um, there was one other bit, which I guess we should talk about briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of this show, because I thought, cool, what a week. Mm. Great stuff for the Bloodline story. Excited to see what happens next week. And then what they did was next week's segment, but at the end of this show, for some reason. Because Jay went off to hospital with Jimmy. During another match, they were like, breaking news. Jay Uso's back, by the way, guys. It's like why he should be with Jim. Jimmy's not okay. He should still be with whatever. He then comes in and then Paul Heyman backstage says to Roman Reigns, James is back and he's looking for you. Roman Reigns goes, I'll be in the ring. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Reigns comes out and he's like, hey, Madison Square Garden, acknowledge me. It's like, you did this earlier. This is next week's segment. You're just doing now. What's happening? Jay then comes out through the crowd and attacks Solo. 
and then attacks Solo again, but with a chair, and gets in a couple of hits on Roman Reigns, but Reigns gets away. And then he says, he calls himself, he's the judge, jury, and executioner, and he wants a one-on-one match with Roman Reigns, and you better accept, etc. I'm I, I'm sure that could have been next week's segment. It feels like it was a weird inclusion for this week. Come on, Pete. There's two things. Number one, back in the Attitude Era that everyone you know reveres, they used to do segments like this all in the same show. Austin gets arrested. Austin comes out the same evening. You see everyone. Not this guy. Some people. Yes, most people. Most revere. people. I meant most people, not everyone. Yeah. Mo- most people. Uh, I'm sorry, Pete. That was offensive. Most people. <laughs> Like myself, yeah, that used to be a thing, but yeah. uh, but also in modern day speak, this is Roman Reigns we're talking about. Is he gonna be here next week? I don't know. Okay, here's here's what I took away from this. Mm. This is not not a bad segment at all. I mm-hmm. thought this was a good segment. I quite liked it. I'm curious now what else they've got planned. They haven't going because planned. if they if they've got stuff planned between now and SummerSlam, mm. great. If next week it's like Jey Uso cuts a promo in the ring saying I'm gonna beat Roman Reigns and Roman's not there. You have to get him back for this next week. If this is going to be the build to SummerSlam, Roman should be there. Do you know where the build is? Uh, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be heartbreaking. It's Solo versus Jay uh, Uso every single week until SummerSlam. Oh God! Some some iteration of that. Oh God! Disqualification, no. rematch, street fight, oh, rematch. Do it. Yeah, no, that's don't the, do it. Hey, uh, I'm done. Uh, that, that's me. If I wasn't writing stuff, I'd be like, ah, there you go, guys. <laughs> Bare minimum. I know you like that, Vince. Oh, that's great, Sharon. <laughs> Great Sharon. Goodness me. Good Sharon. That's some good Sharon right yeah, there. Yeah, that's some good Sharon right um, there. Yeah, I'm just curious why they did it here. Because it did feel very tacked on to this show. It, but I liked it how... Fe- I, it felt weird to it, me. I understand why you say that, but it also bookended the show in, 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 a, in a great way. In, yeah. It, it kind of like made you think it's a full circle moment. Sure. If you're watching a, a one-off TV show, you're like, yeah, I got my payoff. I can go home. But like you're saying, you're yeah. like, it's not a one-off. There's weeks. So we have to trust the process and the mm-hmm. system. And uh, what's, what's the word that the kids say? Uh, let it play out? Let it play out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, it was, it was a good segment. I enjoyed it. it. It just felt weird. I think it was because it was just like, Jay's gone to hospital. Jimmy's mm. been written off. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. That's the end of that week then because Jay's obviously not coming back. It's like, Jay's back and Roman's going back to the ring for some reason and then Jay's here and then he challenges to match. He's like, he could have done that earlier and or or next week or another. Why do we need this whole segment for Question. Jay to challenge him to right. match? You know, you know what I mean? Question. All right. Let's just say the show ended with Edge winning his match that we're going to talk about well, later. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that that should have been the main event. No, but what if that was? How would you have felt about the show then? Bad. Really? Yeah, that wouldn't have been a very good end. I don't think it would have been very good. I'm not saying that this is I know, the I know. worst yeah, yeah, finish yeah, or anything. Yeah. I'm just saying it was a weird inclusion in the show. But whatever. That's what That's what I think anyway. Um, and what you think matters. What everyone else thinks yeah. matters. Please comment in the section below. and let us know what you think. Yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, let's talk about the rest of the show, shall we? Because uh, that was all the Bloodline stuff. And the rest of it, uh, it didn't really matter, did it? Because <laughs> um, it was Austin Theory defending his United States Championship against Sheamus. This yeah. was a match. It, it, was all, it was all right. It was something. Yep, it was all right. Yeah. Uh, Austin Theory retained. There was some pretty deadly interference. Then there was Braun and Brutes to come and retain uh, even the odds. But then Sheamus still got distracted and then got rolled up. And there you go. I want to say, Rich, why do you feel solo so much? The guy, you know, stuck his thumb in your, in your, in your neck. Yeah. <laughs> and you haven't got revenge. It's been two weeks. Rich, find him. Find yeah. Solo and get your revenge. Yeah. yeah. Give sure. him a weak neck. Sure. His neck's like sand. Like, like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have nothing else to say about this match. It was fine. I, this match is an example of Austin Fury's title reign. Very forgettable. I agree. Yes. They should have did the whole Carlito debut and Carlito wins. You're right. They should have done an open yeah. challenge. Austin Fury is an open challenge. I challenge anyone here. Blah, blah. And Carlito comes out, beats him, spits it up on his face, oh. and the United States champion. But That'd no, that didn't happen. We got this instead. Sure didn't. Mm. Um, then we had the Grayson Waller effect. The best one. The best The best show thus far. His best. The guy's been doing the show for weeks. You said that this wasn't. You said the Cena one wasn't even a, a Grayson Waller effect show. No, it wasn't. So that doesn't count. I'm and it that also wasn't very good. What? Yeah. The one with, with Cena. And... It wasn't a good promo, man. I did what? not like it. Look, the concept of Cena coming out and saying, hey, man, WrestleMania London. Mm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's such a good way to use Cena. And to yeah. not announce him and bring him out on the show. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That promo went on for nearly 30 minutes. So? It's so long. There was and? so much talking and nothing yes. happened. It's, it, he got, he got, uh, his attitude got adjusted in the end, Grayson Waller's. Uh... <clears throat> Whoop, D, and also do. And he passed the test. What test? He went toe-to-toe with John Cena no, and he, he was didn't. comfortable. He was comfortable <laughs> in the microphone. He plays the, the he plays the, the, the doucheberg very well. He's a very good doucheberg. 
It's very good. Oh, it's very yeah. good at the douchey guy. It's very believable. He feels like an authentic person. It's like, oh, yo, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I know a few Aussies. They, they're down to earth. But you, there's a pretty few douchebag Aussies. Yeah. And he seemed like the look, one you run into in real life. Look, Grace Waller is not bad. I, I got I got time for Grace Waller. Mm. I think he's all right. Yeah. Grace Waller effect is fucking boring. But Edge did a good job with it. I feel like he was more antagonistic. Because usually he was like a bystander to his guests. Like, yeah. Sure. You you do this? How do you feel about that? This time it's like yeah yeah whatever mate. Why are you here? Are you re- are you retiring? Is that what yeah. you're doing? It is more antagonistic because before sure. then it was more like you knew he was a he was a villain, but it seemed like he gave except for AJ Styles, <laughs> everyone else it seemed like he was a bit you know on neutral grounds. Mm-hmm. But this one, I think after the Cena thing, it left him a, a bad taste. His attitude did change. He's actually got adjusted a bit and he's a bit bitter and he, he hates whether it's like anyone from ruthless, ruthless aggression main event scene. He hates them. I, in my humble opinion, Sat, yes. I think you're giving him so much credit. I am. <laughs> I am. Because it's Grayson Waller effects. He brought out Edge as a special guest. Edge cut a, a, a pretty nice like promo to be like, hey, my first premium live event was SummerSlam 98 in it this very building. It was a pay-per-view. <laughs> uh, it was a pay-per-view. Um, but he, he said, I came up through the crowd right there. Our interest rep used to be there. I dived over these ropes back when I still could. And I did all this stuff. And it was like a nice little story. Um, and then Grayson was like, but are you retiring though? Yeah. And then Edge is like, no. (laughs) I like that too. Also, I'm having a match with you tonight. It wasn't wasn't like that. Come on, Pete. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It it, it was a case of like a returning legend, right? And Grayson Wool has no time for this returning legend. That's Mm -hmm. hogging his screen time. He's like, what are you doing here, Edge? You know, I know you broke your neck before, but you're here to retire. But, but he's the guest on Grayson Waller's talk show. Exactly. And, and they're hyping it up like, the biggest name on the Grayson Waller effect thus far, which and is what Grayson Waller would want then. Hall of Famer. So why does he not want him there? Because he should want him there. It's helping his show. Yeah, but he would, I guess he just wanted him there to berate him. You're giving him so much credit, Sat. I, I am. <laughs> It's the Grayson Waller effect. What can I say? I'm, I'm affected by that. Yeah. Yes. You are affected by the Grayson Waller effect. I am. Uh, Edge set up a match for the two later on in the night. Um, again, like, it was totally bog standard fine, is what I would say. It was a match. A well match. Oh, I meant the promo, sorry. Oh. Bog standard fine. Oh, yeah. Listen. Grayson Waller effect. But it was my favorite one, because all the other Grayson Waller effects, I, I, I was a bit, I felt it was a bit anticlimactic, most of them. The Charlotte one mm-hmm. being the worst one. Yeah, you know what? This was bang average mediocre. An improvement. Well done. It was the best one, guys. <laughs> Go out of your way and watch it. And then Grayson Wall had his first match at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, Who can did. say that your debut match of a Hall of Fame at Madison Square Garden? They think highly of him. The Rocket yeah, they do. is going to get strapped to that Aussie. But they need to work on his nicknames. It's all whack. Yeah. Mike Rome, you, you, you undersell how great he is. Yeah, mm, sure. Um, but before that match, though, we also had AJ Styles versus Karrion Cross. Which ended in about a minute, and AJ Styles won. If you're planning to like use the loo or make yourself a nice sandwich to enjoy the match, don't do it, or at least pause because this match was over before it even yeah. began. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would you would not be back in time. Um, woof. That's what I say to that. Sucks to be carrying cross, I suppose. This is the issue. I spoke to Pete about this. Okay, I guess there's some people that don't like um, carrying cross. I like the idea of carrying cross. I, I like the idea of Karrion Cross. I'm going to be honest. I think it's, it's like, I, 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 I like Killer Cross because I know who Killer Cross is. Mm-hmm. He's got body of work. Karrion Cross in NXT 
was a thing because it was during the pandemic, no one really knew how they really felt about him. That was the awkward part. It's like Triple H pushed him against everyone's favor. I think that's left a, a bitter taste. And then, then uh, <laughs> Vince cucked him on the main roster when he had Jeff beat him in a few seconds. Then he wore, you know, demolition gimp outfit. Yep. Then again, that kind of tarnished his image. Then he came back grown hair because he did a film wherever it is. Then he continued to grow his hair. Sometimes hair goes through an awkward phase. Now he's past the awkward phase now a little bit longer, luscious and, and flowing. Jay the Snake Roberts made it work. Long hair guy, mustachioed, creepy promos. But the issue with Karrion Cross is they let him do creepy promos, but he's like Bray Wyatt in his original iteration before he perished away that character because he loses. He does spooky promos. Here's a tarot card. It could be Nakamura. It could be Rey Mysterio. It could be Drew McIntyre. It could be AJ Styles. And he loses. So fans are conditioned to think this guy is delusional. He's going to cut promo because the thing is they'll make this feud even better is if Karrion doesn't give up. Carrion now next goes for AJ's kids and his wife. Then that storyline becomes interesting. Everything with Carrion Cross so far has been surface level. They can sink their teeth into it. If he's this maniacal individual, let him go after AJ's family. Uh, TikTok. And then, then, then and, and AJ opens the door. What the hell? And he picks up. <laughs> There's an hourglass there. He's like, Wendy, did you put that here? They'll be like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's so many things they can't do. And then uh, Wendy's at work, and then, then you, she got a tarot card in her desk. There's so many things she can do. Yeah, it sounds jammy, <laughs> but it's more than what they're giving him right now. And then everyone's like, ah, he's talking out his behind. I think those ideas would be really good if he hadn't already feuded with AJ Styles for ages and lost consistently. Like, just... Stop this feud, please. Just let him do something else now. That's the that's the issue. They try. Well, who's who's the next person he's going to hang his hat on? Oh, I don't care though. That's um, see, that's 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 the reaction people are, are yeah. now feeling towards him. Yeah, he's not getting Rob Conway heat, the go away heat, or the, <laughs> the, 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 you know what I'm saying. So, um, what I'm trying to say is, I love the idea of carrying Cross. It's just not executed properly. They can do so much more with him. The guy's got something in the, in the ring. He's got the intensity. You know, he's got a cool move set when he's allowed to show it. Trust me, they're not letting him show what he, his full capabilities are. I, I think he's got potential. I refuse to give up just on someone that's got you. Then again, is it because Bray Wyatt's here and it's kind of like I can't, we can't push both of these guys quite similar? <laughs> I mean, because in my head, I was thinking, yeah, what's next for him could be a, a faction. At least a faction will hide whatever, mm -hmm. you know, negative traits that he may have. Sure. He needs underlings. I'm like, Eric Young sitting at home. I keep waiting. Just bring Eric Young and be his underling and get, get you know, I'm like, Killian Dane. Sanity. Yeah. Get him in. Yeah. Or Wyatt 765. I don't know. Get, get, do something. Something. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that match lasted about a minute. Longer than and then, my rant was longer than the match. Yeah. And then, yeah, we've spoken about it for longer than the match <laughs> yeah, was. Significantly longer. Yeah, there needs to be. <laughs> and then you had the infamous Michael Cole line when it's like, well, we don't have time for this anymore. He goes, switching gears now is, oh, it's a kiss of death, that one. Um, we got a recap of uh, stuff at Money in the Bank. So we had the the thing with Asker and Bianca and Charlotte and Eos Sky winning the Money in the Bank. And then... Asuka came to the ring and said, nobody's ready for Asuka. And then here comes Bianca Belair and they feud and they brawl. And then Charlotte comes out and then they brawl. And then Eos Guy and Bailey come out and then they brawl. And then they tease a cash in. It doesn't happen. And then and then that was the segment. Do you want to know how long all that took? About, about, about a minute. That was everything that happened about that fast. Um, Woof. I, I'm going to speculate here. Not a report, not anything like that. I'm going to speculate that the Bloodline segment overran. 
So then they were like, oh, we need to cut back on some time. Mm. AJ, Carrion, uh, all the match time has been cut for you. Uh, Women, oh, all the time has been cut for you for this. No women wrestled? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So like, it just feels like they just cut a bunch of stuff because speculation, the Bloodline initial segment overran. That would be my thought. Um, A a, a couple of interesting bits here. Mm -hmm. Nope, just the one interesting bit here. Sorry. Uh, I thought it was quite interesting that Bailey was the one to hand the briefcase to the ref to ca- to attempt to cash in on EO's behalf. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a little thing where I think maybe like EO could win the belt and Bailey's like, well, technically I'm the one that gave the briefcase to the ref. So I feel like I'm the one who cashed it. Like, I feel like there's things they can work Question, with. Question. Did yeah. you watch the press conference? No. They established a gimmick that they are, they are champions. Really? Yeah. That's fun. So what happened was, so what happened was, uh, just to add context for those of you that didn't watch the Post Money in the Bank press conference, EO Sky came up with Bailey together. Yeah, Bailey was more like EO's uh, spokesperson. Mm-hmm. So uh, reporters start inquiring about their relationship, and this is their response: "We're fine, we're great, yeah, we're great, we're good. Yeah, we we won this, you, you know, damage control won yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So Bailey went yeah. with that, and EO agrees. Yeah, there's no issue. We we want this. We you know we're together. We're celebrating. Mm-hmm. We're great. So that's what they, that's the storyline they're doing. They're doing like they they're fine. Yeah. So that's the storyline. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah." So I think, yeah, I, I think that's a that's an interesting little little note. They're uh, fine for later. Uh, but this segment was bobbins. Hated that. There was there was no time for anything. No time for anything to breathe. Stuff just happened, and it didn't further anything. Weirdly enough, because it was so fast, I, I appreciate it. For me, I felt like it established the feuds going in and the the. But we already know all the and feuds. The, but it, it, no, we we speculated. Now we've actually seen it in person. No, like no, 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 no. We knew the feuds. We knew the, that three way feud is a thing. And we we're talking about that, but the EO was now in the background, and there's also Bailey. Yeah, but we knew it was going to happen. But now it's shown in front of us. It's in front of us. We saw it. It happened. It's it was mapped out. It's kind of like a you know when a blurb to a story, you read the back of the book, you're like, this is what is going to happen. Right. But then it's going to all be drawn out for the autumn season. I like that's the thing I like. But the only thing I'm kind of worried about is the issue I've always had with Oscar being champion. Oscar's always like the afterthought in her own story. Sure. Is. You know, we don't get a POV. No one's ready for Asuka. What? Why is she? She get flanderized into just a single sentence. You know what I'm saying? There's more to her. You know, yeah, she speaks Japanese and she, and you know she seems she speaks some English, but it, you can still do more with her. I, I, I was I was get worried. They give her the title and they're like, oh man, uh, quote quote unquote Vince's biggest stars. Um, make some noise and whatever. You could st- she could be a world beater. The, the whole thing with, with what made Asuka great as a champion is she went and wrestled and beat people. Yeah, you just do that every single week. Like she, since she's, she's won the title, we barely see her as well, and she barely wrestles. She's only wrestled like I think once since she's become champion. Just do that. Let her wrestle every single week. That's her strength. And, you know, accentuate the strengths. But I like the fact that EO did a moonsault on Asuka. Again, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That part I was into. I was into like what we all uh, speculated is the is them thing confirming. Yes, yes, it's true. Asuka could face EO. You know, the triple threat match could end up Asuka winning and then EO, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then Bailey's in the, in the background. So for me, as much as it sucks that the segment was quite short, but I like that they maximized the minutes. It reminded me, it's almost like the female equivalent of that SmackDown 2001 ending where all the rest of the finishes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like bish, bash, bosh, next scene. Yeah. I still didn't like it. Uh, we got a recap of the men's money in the bank match, and then we got that Edge versus Grayson Waller match. Uh, what did you think of the match? Yeah, it's all right. It started off, I think, quite boring, and by the end, it got okay. 
I think that this match was designed to get Grayson Waller over in defeat. This was supposed to be like, wow, Grayson Waller's a guy you really need to look out for because he's great and he's the future. And I don't think it did that. What? I, I think they tried and I think they came close to it, but it wasn't that. And that like through the whole thing, Grayson Waller was yelling at Edge about like, oh, you want me to sink or swim, sink or swim, sink or swim, kept saying that thing. And then Edge got on the mic after the match, after he won and said, hey, Grayson Waller, you swam. And I was like, did he? Did he swim? Yes, he did swim. He swam magnificently. Did he though? Like in the Bondi Beach. In I Australia. thought he was fine. The match was fine, but he's he, he can do a lot more than what he's been given. But that's my point, is you didn't see it in this match. Even if you think he's got more potential than this, mm -hmm. you didn't see it in this match. And then for Edge to go like, oh wow, you were amazing. It was like, well, we haven't seen that. You need to show us that. He wasn't clunky though. That's what I'm saying. He, he, was, sure. he, was, he was fluid with yeah. it. Yeah. He, 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 no, what yeah. you're saying is he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. Yeah, no. and he wasn't. I'll agree with you on that. But he wasn't great. You don't need to be great. You just yes, do, you do. You just need to do for well. Edge to say that. Yes. For Edge to be like, man, you swam when you were given the opportunity. He does need to be great. His in-ring work didn't offend me in this match. So for, no, that for me made me very happy. Didn't offend me either. But also at the same time, he was in the ring with a Hall of Famer in Madison Square Garden. He won in defeat. Because you're going to remember it from years from now. When they do a trivia question in Survivor Series, or if it's Chris Mania, yeah. you're going to remember that in defeat, Grayson Waller's first match. WWE Smackdown was against Edge. Are you a Grayson Waller salesman? I've become... I, he used to annoy me in NXT. Yeah. He used to annoy me. In the feud with LA Knight, I used to hate it because I felt like LA Knight got cucked because he lost to him like three times. Yeah, sure did. Yes. But I, I, I saw the... I also saw the potential in him. But he was... Again, trust me, if it's NXT times, I'd be like, I can't stand this guy and, and all that kind of stuff. But he's won me over. He's He's got good move sets. He's, yeah. he's believable on the microphone. He's, mm -hmm. I love his gyrations. He's got a great song. If they change it, I will, I will, whoever Def Rebel is, I will approach them and I give him a stern talking to. Mm -hmm. That's a good, that's a bang of a tune. Yeah. I'll play that out. People don't watch wrestling say, what's the name of this track? I said, no, nah, it's, a, it's a wrestling song. <laughs> like, it's such a bang of a track. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I, I don't dislike Grayson Waller. Mm -hmm. I, think he, I think he's good. Um, it just felt a, a little bit disingenuous. To be like, honest, you know what? Like, oh man, you're great. I'll, like, I'll give, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. All right, I'll give you this. I, I've been doing this part where you know I'm bigging up Grayson Waller because, because you know what it is? Because we're Austin Fury, so that's why I'm not gonna take this. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is what we do have, and this is what this guy. You know, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, Grayson Waller exists because for years, Austin. No offense to, <laughs> to Austin Fury fans. <laughs> Austin Fury is not it. No matter how much they try it, then when you see Grayson Waller, it's so effortless. Yeah. With 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 Fury, it's, it's so constructed. Try this, you might get over. Try growing your whispery beard, you might get over. No, no, he doesn't. So yeah, the only issue I do have, there is something. There's a disconnect. Grayson Waller was great in NXT because it was authentic. I have noticed, even with the Grayson Waller effect show, it's not the same as the Grayson Waller effect show. On SmackDown, even the energy is a bit different. You can tell that there's more people telling him how to be. Yeah, for sure. That I do believe. Because if you watch the NXT stuff, the charisma is there on the main roster, but you can also almost feel like it is disingenuous at times. Like they, they're kind of like puppet string, oh, try this, try that. Even like sink or swim, sink or swim. The guy, he's very natural in his in his in his verbiage and his delivery. I feel like the, the material they're giving him is not showing the best of what he can do. Yeah, I mean, Edge even referenced that in the Grayson Waller Effect promo when he said like, hey, last week you were facing off against John Cena in London. Now you're in the ring against the Hall of Famer. Someone clearly likes you. And that was like a 
wait, so it, it was a weird like fourth wall break moment for me where I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it kind of threw me through a loop for a second. But he's basically referencing like, well, some people like you in the back. Let's see if you're up to scratch kind of thing. Mm. Um, and like, it wasn't bad. Like some people absolutely could have done worse in this position. Absolutely. And I used to hate the rolling stunner because his setup is he has to go outside to say it. Oh, but they, they stand in. But now I just find it endearing and funny. I don't. It's funny. It's still bad. Hey, listen, him and Hangman, one day have to have a match against each other and they both have to go set up their finisher. Hey, Hangman's is much easier because it's only on the apron rather than completely exactly, on the, floor on the exactly. outside. Exactly. See, he's a grafter. Yeah, yeah, that must be it. Wall is a grafter. He goes outside, he rolls into the ring just to make it. Is that extra and momentum? Is that extra? Yeah, he got a spear, but next time you'll he, get him. Yeah, we'll get him next time. <laughs> Mission fail. We'll get him next time. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, I, this was almost very good in making Waller look good. That, that was my my thought of the match. It was the, almost very. The good. propaganda's there. They're gonna say it's great, so we're gonna acknowledge that. Yeah, it's quote unquote great. Yeah, yeah, what's wrong, what's exactly. Wrong yeah, uh, and then we had the final bit of the show with James so coming back and all the stuff that we've already spoken about. I mm-hmm. thought this was a weird show in terms of pacing. I'm with in you. terms of like, opening segment was super long, and then rush, 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 and then ah, uh, here's the final segment. Um, Bloodline stuff was great. Everything else, eh, I felt I, very imp- unimportant overall. Again, I want to ask how many matches were on that show. I feel like um, was it three, three, and one of them was AJ Styles and Karrion Cross. Did AJ have a long minutes? No, no. I know it's weird. That's that's the thing. In terms of segments, uh, if you if you do you guys decide to watch SmackDown based on this review, watch it for the segments and watch it for Edge and Grayson Waller because probably because a lot of you have never seen Grayson Waller wrestle if you don't watch NXT. Sure. So watch it for that mystique kind of like, oh, what, what is he like in the ring? What's his moves they like? Guy. What's his gear like? <laughs> Even though he's, he's on his video package uh, yeah so watch it for that and watch it for the blood, bloodline stuff and also watch it for the women's stuff because it's so quick you can go through that <laughs> sure yeah. you've got a spare minute might as yes. well yeah yeah what would you grade it because tempest likes uh, to grade i gave this a low four out of five because as much as i didn't like a lot of this stuff i thought the tribal court stuff was incredible and therefore elevates it up Bloody heck, I was going to give it three out of five because I said the bloodline stuff is the only reason why it gets a three in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. why I said a low four. No, 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 no. You, listen, you, you, you explained it really well. You, you, you eloquated <laughs> very, 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 very well. But I was, was going to say that um, watching the show, like you, I felt like it was a dip in quality, mm-hmm. especially with how the show started. So yes. you're amped up and hyped, and then it, it just fell off a cliff a little and bit. He goes, oh, here's everything else. Yeah. We don't really care about So. But guys, still watch it. I mean, it's smacked down the end of the day in Madison Square Garden. And and then reactions to most of the things were... Crowd were great. Yeah. Crowd were great on the show. I'll mm. say that much. It's, um, it's Madison Square Garden. They, they tend to be very yeah. vocal. Tends to be very, very good. Um, that is going to do it, I think, uh, for this review of SmackDown. Well, we don't any, have any shout outs and nothing. Oh, I, I forget that we do those. I haven't done a podcast in so long, Seth. Oh, bless him. The trouble, Pete is back. Yeah. He is um, back. Yeah. Where's, where's the thingy? Oh, no. You haven't included me on that Discord for ages. Awkward. Uh, hey, man. You're I, there. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I literally, I sit, I sit next to Tempest to, for, for his thing. And I, I never, that's not my thing. No, I need to add you to that bit. Mm-hmm. If you're not on it. Add me to a lot of things. Uh, here we He's go. the Discord. It's this one. It's this one. Okay. Yeah. So before we go. We need to say thank you to some very special people who are a $25 and above pledge hammers on our Patreon page. If you've not joined our Patreon yet, you really should. There is so much content over there these days. Not just 
exclusive podcast that we have every Wednesday with Mailbag and After Dark and Behind the Scenes and Talk Extra. But also you get early access for things like Monday Night War, though not anymore because we're doing the streams. We also get uncut versions. There's an uncut survival series that just went up because there was a new episode of Survival Series yesterday that went up. It's a good one. You should go and watch it. Um, and go check out the uncut version on Patreon as well and a bunch of other stuff too. You get like one month's early access for how Adam would book. It's really good. So many perks over there. And if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname and it gets read on a show much like this one. So thank you to the Shruck Master, Austin Shruck. I'm afraid he's got some bad news. It's bad news, Bob the Ninja Goldfish. Shawn Michaels' biggest fan, Brett Guy. <laughs> the equal warrior, Brian. The medieval monster, Callum Mace. Chris Hellfire Brimstone. Infinite Crisis, Chris Jenkins. Chris the Cypriot Sensation, Petrio. The turtleneck tyrant, Christian Cooper. All-star, Chuck Turner. Cody, the Terminator Moody. The mayor of Painesville. I love you, Dan. Mwah, that's for you. Dan, 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 Dan. There you go. Uh, thank you very much, all of our $25 and above. Pledge hammers on our Patreon page. Go check out patreon.com forward slash Russell Talk to get your own shout out and all the content that I mentioned before and more. Uh, thank you, Sat, for this episode of SmackDown. Thank you. And whoever's going to be here next week. Join us again next week. Figuring it out. It's like guest host. (laughs) Who's guest hosting with Sat E on Sat E Day? We are figuring stuff out for that. Until then, we're out of time. We're out of time. Thank you so much for watching. Subscribe, like the video, jam that jam. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.